This episode is brought to you by TwoLinedMusicCutStore.com. TwoLinedMusicCutStore.com is your all access to culture. Check out cultural merchandise like leggings, hats, mini boxing gloves, and bags. Also, t shirts like hip hop, nature, rock bands, reggae, and dark fantasy. Fast shipping worldwide. That's TwoLinedMusicCutStore.com. Now, let's check out this episode. There was one legendary moment, or this it might have happened a couple of times that I remember when there was a nine sound clash on IRFM. Yes. Um, how that started, I, uh, I opened a club in St. Elizabeth. Okay. Um, by, the club was called the Occasions Nightclub. Mm-hmm. And when I opened that club, I brought nine sounds. There, it was a sound system festival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nine sounds, right? I mean, the sounds that came coming from um, seven o'clock in the evening, and um, and all the by all the next morning, now five o'clock, sound still coming in. <laughs> Strictly mm-hmm. it was a, a, a actually two days um, affair. Mm-hmm. All right, so I took that idea to my boss because uh, there was one here. He, he says he, he didn't know what he wanted to do for White River Bash, so I said, okay. Do a sound, let's do a sound system. Let's do a sound system festival, you know? And he says, okay, put it together. Now, Bass Odyssey, right, was just a little sound in the country, buzzing. Nobody knew about Bass Kilimanjaro was a song from the 80s, but he was, it was actually sleeping. Mm-hmm. I went back and I decided, I said, okay, I want to bring Bass Odyssey, Kilimanjaro, Lee's Unlimited, Scorpio, all of these songs. I think African Star was in one of those two. Was there, yes. African Star. I I mean, I don't even remember some of the songs that I brought. Mm -hmm. But that was the first nine song in one location at the first song system festival Mm -hmm. ever in Jamaica. Right? And it was, and from that, Bass Odyssey took off, and Kilimanjaro mm-hmm. was a was a sleeping uh, giant. Mm-hmm. I mean, woke up, and from that, Kilimanjaro was there. He, Kilimanjaro was before you know was going on, and but there was a time when he, he was long. But I yeah. knew potential. I knew what Kilimanjaro is so nice, so I decided mm-hmm. to bring him in there. Because they, they were more the rub it up. So they were in the eighties doing a lot of their stuff. But what you're doing in the nineties, the business had changed. There was no real bunch of DJs standing up around. So so right. they needed to reset the Kilimanjaro legacy at that point there. So we just reset the Kilimanjaro and we brought base Odyssey mm-hmm. full pledged now to the world. At that um, they did um, they were at my um song, nine song clash uh, that I had in Brazil also. But, you know, because it didn't have the radio thing and all that, it wasn't out there on that level. But when we yeah. took it, did it uh, at the White River Park, it hit the world big time. Okay, so White River Reggae Bash was an extension of IRFM. That was part of the brand. Right. White River Reggae Bash was owned by Collium and I'm owned by IRFM also. Mm-hmm. When did, because I know with um, IRFM, 
you guys really changed the whole radio game because at one point you could almost get away with playing anything on radio until after a while, I think the, um, I forgot what the broadcast commission, they change everything and censor it. But initially, Irie was basically getting away with playing anything on the radio. No, I would not say they were playing anything on the radio. They were, not, um, you know, they were always uh, censored. It's just because you just, you, you just hear reggae that you would not hear elsewhere. Got you. Right, they, they, because um, trust me, the jocks there, they were really, um diehearted in presenting quality so they weren't really playing derogatory music or anything like that mm-hmm. you know it's just that IRFM was more down to earth mm-hmm. right IRFM now we um like when um like i said with rjr they want you to be the you know uh um <laughs> the english uh uh speaking person that you're not <laughs> right IRFM now what made what made IRFM we reach the people on their level mm-hmm. the people could understand us right? we could bilingual because i'm bilingual i can go deep i can go you know um, roots mm-hmm. uh, flat talk and i can come back and you know talk with the kings and the queens but irfm gave you the opportunity to be fully on the people's level so they understand us Right, and one other thing that we took and made RFM, I we used to play a lot of new artists because okay. I can safely say I have a whole lot to do with a lot of the big artists that made it big from in the nineties. Take your time and let's go through this these stories here and who it was. Yes, um, RFM. We used to take artists, unknown artists. Mm-hmm. We play them, and I figured out that if I, I'm going to play um, a music from from an artist that nobody knows, but that artist knows three or four people, the three or four people know three more people, mm-hmm. and if three or four more, they they know more people. Mm-hmm. So if he knows I'm going to play his music tonight, mm-hmm. he's going to tell the three people he knows. The three people that he knows will tell another three, and another three. And that is what we use to bring Irene uh, FM uh, to number one. That's um, what you call classical guerrilla marketing. Yes. We, play, we we just used to take the grassroots artists without any name. And we just, uh, me, I personally used to do that. Uh, that's me. I used to just take artists without names and play them. And I didn't even know they were going to be the, the stars they are today. Uh, and and, 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 and uh, they would tell somebody else, and that is what, in you know, made Irie. Before, when I went to Irie, Irie didn't have, didn't have a library. We had mm-hmm. to walk the streets. We had to go to record shops and collect music. I used to, they, 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 they um, Christmas catalog. Mm-hmm. By, that was put together by myself and Big A and the same Mighty Mike and Gary G. Mm-hmm. We used to walk and and and, and uh, go to the record stores and, and go down to uh, Sonic Sounds and all these places, Channel One, go to these places and collect records I carry to build library, build up. Uh, you know, uh, and of course, you know we play. We uh, we didn't really play from um, uh, from the library per se. We play from our own collection, mm-hmm. you know, because we build up our own collection and thing. But we still had to try to put a library together, mm-hmm. right? 
So we built IRFM. I can safely say I am one of the persons that has built IRFM. Anybody else mm -hmm. that comes in after Mighty Mike, may soul rest in peace, G.T. Taylor, Gary G., Big A., Andrea Williams, Bob Clark, mm -hmm. okay, Dion Mattis, right, and Al Gallimore. Mm -hmm. Anybody else that comes in after them, right, is IRFM Builder. Crazy. Anybody else that comes in after IRFM build them. We built IRFM. Mm -hmm. We were the grassroots. Then um, we can give, I'll give Elise a little um, nudge in there too because she came mm -hmm. in um, after me and, 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 and put in her, her tidbit. Right? Muta came in after too. Mm -hmm. So anybody after that package that you hear I'm talking about here now mm -hmm. is built. And IRFM is, is such a, is a station like this. If you put a dog on there, Mm -hmm. And the dog can bark good. The dog can be a one big bad dog. Yeah. All the dog need to do is to bark good. Mm -hmm. Right? I see a lot of people come there and do night program and come and, and, and cry tears. Mm -hmm. I have I, I have I have stuck to the night program from that time till till today. Wow. I was offered other times. I could do, be doing daytime, prime time. Mm -hmm. And I say, no, I'm staying with my nighttime program. Because, mm -hmm. like I always say, in the day, people hear things. In the night, they listen. Uh, right? Mm -hmm. I, and half of Jamaica is up in the nighttime, and you'll be surprised. Mm -hmm. Plus, another half of the world, when it's nighttime, it's daytime, morning time, or evening time. <laughs> oh, so, you know, I'm, I'm reaching a wide audience yeah. with my nighttime program. You're right? in your numbers. I, I also learn it's not the amount of time you're on radio, mm -hmm. how effective you are when you're on. 100%. That's what I, I learned, and I use it mm -hmm. to way that I could to my ability the way to help me and to put me put me through because I, I use what I have to get what mm -hmm. I want. Right? For sure. And we so, built built IRFM, we have to build IRFM and it has now become it's it, it's a monument. Mm -hmm. Proud of it, you know. And we are hoping that the young ones will continue. Some of the artists that you brought to prominence, were you seeing them at complete zero? to turn into super megastars? Yes. Ah, uh, uh, Bounty Killer. Starting with Bounty Killer. Bounty Killer, when I used to go to jammies, you know, um, for, you know, getting my dog plates or getting music, Bounty Killer used to sit on the wall on the outside. Right? He was he used to sit on the wall on the outside at that mm -hmm. jam on the inside, right? And, you know, people, as I'm like, just used to say, you know, say, yeah, brother's bridging in, I'm good, you know, and thing. Jamies then, you know, used to, you know, no one again bring him in. And then when I got my first recording, my first thing from, from for him, and I took it to Irie, mm 
Mm-hmm. And I played it. A lot of people say, oh no, we know this is going to happen. But I don't know if he got ready to play before, but I know that after I start playing him on Irene, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. All right? When I brought Scared Them Crew mm-hmm. to Irene, again, I was even ridiculed by some of my peers some of the time saying, why, why, why are you carrying these, 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 some of these artists that make up so much noise? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, they have them things that, them thing that, and see today, mm-hmm. same noise artists, the Elephant Man and the um, Nitty Coach, um, Harry Tadlers and these artists became stars. Mm-hmm. Right? Luciano was another artist that he was actually not known, zero. Mm. And he used to hang out to the studio by the name of Castro Brown Studio, Jackie mm. Brown's brother. Yes. Right? Has this studio, had this, had this studio, right? And of course, um, that's where he used to, to, to hang out, right? Of course, I used to go there. And when I got one a record from him, I took the record. Right? And I took it to Irie. I, I, I gave it to Winston Williams, and I also um, and um, I took it to Irie. And mm-hmm. when Luciano hears music and hears his song being played on the radio, Luciana, when I went back to the studio, if I, I mean, is the man, man, they often lift me up and uh, I, I mean, <laughs> it, like, I couldn't walk. They want to clear the way that I'm walking. <laughs> you know, he was so, he was so, he had so much gratitude that mm-hmm. one time he went away. I don't know what happened, but he get a little, I don't know what, uh, it, it wasn't he went away to do. And he come mm-hmm. out, he had to bring a hat back for me. <laughs> it's the first time that I kept in a hat. Yeah. He says, what this will bring for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the rest is history in Luciano. So Luciano, scared them cool, bounty killer. Yeah, well, being a man, yeah, we, uh, you know, we, we, we got close because um, I took being a man to my club in Brazzaville. At the time, he wasn't really um, huge, he was, you know, and um, I introduced him down there to the people. And from that, we got close, and I just started to, you know, um, really give him a lot of uh, a presence on my program and that has you know helped to catapult him up you know to 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 the, to the superstar that he is mm. you know so there's there's a lot of people um lady saw also is another one that i um well i did not in i did not introduce her played her first at Irie, but i, I gave her uh, her music to richie b and um and winston williams at rjr that they, um, you know, they, they they didn't know anything about her, so I gave them, and um, you know, so she got some um, her plug on that end, heavily, and then I, um, when I started Irie, you know, I gave her a good run also. Crazy. So what was, name? <laughs> I want to ask you about Garnet Silk. Garnet Silk, <laughs> Bimbo. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Bimbo, Bimbo, he was, he's from St. Louis, right? Manchester to be exact, mm-hmm. Manchester. He used to DJ, we used to come up, uh, we, yeah, there was a song he used to DJ on, 
in St. Elizabeth. And we used to uh, meet and greet down there long before he got his big break. He got the one, I got his eyes uh, as a DJ. All right. Um, after that, um, when he moved into the singing world and started to sing, um, you know, I, I I was one of the person. I, I I'm not gonna really take that 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 um, accolade off um, saying I had a whole lot to do with garnet silk. Uh, mm -hmm. I I I play a lot of garnet silk, and we did help him to go through, and also, but I'm um, a virgin mighty Mike. Mm -hmm. He's the one that really you know um, have a, a whole lot to say where where garnet silk is concerned. But we were very close in this, uh, you know, and. Um, we always because uh, I am a reggae lover. I am into hard, just real reggae music. Mm -hmm. And any artist that is presenting reggae, you know, they have my heart. So mm -hmm. Garnet Silk was one of the jags that I know, right? Um, we used to go to Scorpio Studio, and um, yeah, Scorpio was one of the men that Jack Scorpio that has a, a lot of Garnet Silk songs, and uh, uh, he used to give it to us, and we took Garnet Silk out some more. Uh, Everton Blender mm. was another one that we 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 we, we um, also helped to catapult to um Megastar. Mm -hmm. uh, so many of them I got you know I I, I can't even put my, my, my memory on there right now. I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna throw out a couple of names here then. Mm -hmm. Since we're since you're the dance hall master, let's think about somebody like Spice. Okay. <laughs> uh, spice. Now, when I got the first music, um, there's a um, um, a record. Spice was introduced to me by uh, a guy from um, in South Manchester by the name of Mr. Steele. Mm -hmm. Right? He told us that he has this little girl and she sounds good. Okay? And I must listen to her. And because at the time I was one of them owners playing that type of music. Mm -hmm. When I got her music, and her, uh, she had this song, uh, she had a, um, a, a show that she used to say, yo! Mm -hmm. Right? And I, I, I said, no, this is, this is something. Right? And when I played that song the first time on IRFM, and I said, this girl is going to be a force to reckon with. Listen to this song from this girl. And when I play the song, trust me, you know, it starts to resonate. And then after that, we used to, okay, um, we used to, I also, uh, we introduce something else I'm going to pop up, that should pop up already. Uh, introducing dancehall into clubs. Okay. Right? I, was, I also brought dancehall night into, into club. Mm -hmm. The club that I, that started it, was a club called Cactus mm -hmm. over there in Portmore. Mm -hmm. Well, because of my presence and influence on with the crew and all of that, everything approached me and asked if I could come to the club with the dance hall. And I had a contract with them for every Thursday night. I took a the dance hall program to, to Portmore. And then we all used to have shows, and then we used to introduce uh, young artists. So we used to bring in Spice. All right. One of my first. One of my first major presentation of Spice. She did an appearance on um, at Skateland on song with Ninja Man. Yes. Then Stone Love had an anniversary, 
and I was the MC, and she was she was out there, and she won. She was not built for it. Mm -hmm. I told her I'm going to bring her up. And you know, as somebody the other day sent it to me that clip, they say it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but I says I I bring her, I call her spice. It's a spice. When GT call you, you must come. <laughs> Introduce her on stage at the Stone of Anniversary. She wasn't, I mean, she had a presence though. She was not accepted because she was still coming up. So, I, you know, I have um, something also to do in her presentation mm -hmm. in her early, her early stage going forward. And she always showed me the respect by that, by, you know, always, you know, telling me things. She said um, a lot of uh, jingles and things for me and dog plates and all of that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, say that, um, you know, I used to be one of the, because uh, they had some disjocks at the certain time. They didn't really want to look at her music. Okay. And I was the one of the person. And I have to say, no respect to the brethren that called Mr. Steele from Manchester. He introduced her, uh, introduced her music to me. Mm -hmm. I had a chance to, you know, let the public hear Spice. So Spice was another one. In Crazy. Another one, since we're talking about Spice, Vibes Cartel. I need a Palmer. That's <laughs> <laughs> another one that I saw, um, you know, I used to present, you know, um, I, I was another one that I used to play his music first also. Um, I was so, we were so close that he used to keep a dance every, um, I think I remember, uh, but it used to be once a year. Mm -hmm. um, over La Rousse. Mm -hmm. And I was one of the only radio jobs that he wanted there and had there. And I used to be, I uh, always have to be um, there, both playing the music and presenting him and doing his thing in his early years, where nobody used to see Cartel. And, and I, you know, um, I saw the, the talent in him and I used to. Um, there was a manager that they used to manage him before by the name of Butler, mm -hmm. first manager that used to really, uh, you know, thank me. Mm -hmm. You know, that I even did a production, a music production, and um, I, I was able uh, to produce it. I, I had the only uh, production with him and Movado, um, Ghetto Ambition. It's not mm -hmm. um, the only song with Movado and Cartel, you know. Um, the only song is on the rhythm that I have in the laminated rhythm. Mm -hmm. It's like an anthem in the dance song. Get up. You know? mm -hmm. That was one of his the, the thanks he gave to me when he did that song. And that was in two times when he had a, the feud was him, Mavado um, and him. They were kind of close. They were close. They didn't yeah. have a, that big feud at the time. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I want to get into some of your interviews because you mentioned Bounty, you, you started playing his thing there. I know you were one of the first people to give him an interview also. Talk about that. All right. Well, that is something I, well, mm -hmm. I decided when, because I, I was so close to both, the both, the both artists, mm -hmm. and when they had that feud, it was really devastating to me it hurt you know it hurt me a whole lot because knowing the two of them and and, and you i had us to know 
Yeah. One, if I pay a bounty, I'll be in a wood school. But I don't, I, you know, the two artists, they meant a whole lot to me. Because um, uh, Bounty, mother, Miss Ivy, she, she, she loved me a whole lot. We were very close. And she, lo she loved, loved me because of, um, I, I used to bring Bounty to the forefront. You know, I you know, really look out for Bounty Killer in terms of playing his music and, 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 and telling people about Bounty. Right? right? Being a man, on the other hand, now was close to me on another level. Now, when this feud happened, and then there were, I'm telling you, it was, it was really scary, right? Now I said, no, we can't go on, but they need to, I need to get them, they need, we need to have them together. So I decided as a bounty, I call him up and said, no, look, we have to put an end to this, we need to talk, man. You and Beanie need to come together, mm -hmm. right? And I called Beanie, and I said, look, and, and Beanie was really ready for it. But you know, Bounty was kind of, you know, Bounty is, <laughs> you know, Bounty's Bounty. But anyway, we pursued. No. Also, the night when it happened. When the two Bounty Killer came in the studio in, 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 in IRFM, um, the, 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 the parking lot first, with about 50 or more people. The whole entourage, the whole CPU, <laughs> you know, and I said, Jesus. Mm. Then after someone called me, I said, Beanie coming with another entourage. Mm. <laughs> My boss even got scared now, and he called the police. Mm. And said, what's going on? And the police came in, and okay, they go on, they came in, they got manager, one crew on one side, and the other crew on the other side. We managed to get Bounty and Beanie into studio and there we start the interview and it was a little harsh at the first and mm -hmm. then you know they start to get around and then one of them said you know why you do this and then this one said because me do this and you know they they was at, at each other for a while and until after they start to see a little bit eye to eye you know and then i said brethren look we're one people you know mm -hmm. right we're one people. This is one goal, right? Jamaica, reggae, dance, all music, going forward, right? Mm -hmm. The world is looking at both of you now. So right now, right, let's throw that animosity aside and shake hands. Mm -hmm. And the two artists got up and shook hands mm -hmm. right there in studio. If it was this time when all this camera thing, I would have it documented. Yeah. So happens that after that, I think, uh, I don't know if it's TEG or CVM, they had them. Because after that, now they got together and they decided no. And they had them and they, they, they say, uh, want to say that they <laughs> uh, made them uh, come together for the first time. But that's a lie. Yeah. GTA interviewed them first and let them show each other hand that night in studio and came out and decided that they were going to unite forward. It didn't, they didn't know, uh, really unite for a long time after that <laughs> thing, but it wasn't as, as harsh as before. Mm -hmm. That was one of my more scary interviews. I Talk about artists on the forefront again. Mm -hmm. Now, there was another artist that used to be 
you know, um, in the dance hall that people used to, didn't give him, didn't want to listen to him, didn't want to give him any shows, I didn't want to allow him to do certain things because guess what? They say his complexion and he comes from uptown, talking about Sean Paul. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, Sean Paul today, tomorrow, I was the first one to bring Sean Paul on a stage at a cartel dance over Portmore. What? With an elbow Sean Paul and nobody wanted him to come on stage. I brought him on. And Sean Paul, I'll never forget that really. Anywhere he go, he would have said that, JT. Mm -hmm. When they used to elbow me, gave him a present. The real dance hall master boss. Now I understand. And everybody would really understand if they didn't understand before why you are called the real dance hall master. Well, I don't know who got that, that name doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really can't tell you. But people just calling me. And then um, uh, I, I got it in a jingle uh, from, I don't know where I got it from. I think it's the same bounty killer. I, and, and, uh, and, it was used, and then Beanie. And then it was, you know, I, I don't know how much of a master, but, but mm -hmm. and then uh, I have a barrage of dub plates. So when I go into the dance, I withdraw them. And, you know, I could stand up to any, beside any selector as a radio jack. I was one of the only radio jack that could really go both ways of presenting mm -hmm. bilingual, like I would go to hardcore dancer, present, the, you know, and, and, and rock the crowd without, you know, um, being and using the pretty radio, <laughs> radio thing, you know, mm -hmm. down to earth. So that's, that is one of the things that maybe um, the dance on master thing stuff. Okay, so then since you're saying you could, you went into the dances and did a lot of those stuff there, when did the whole G.T. Taylor, David Radigan vibe start? Wow, uh, how did that start? Oh. Um, Susie Q and uh, Bagabra, well, it was Susie Q, came to me and um, said that she's bringing David Radigan to Jamaica. What mm -hmm. uh, nobody wants, no radio man want to play with him. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, Would you play with him? I said, Sure. You know, and I took up the challenge. Mm -hmm. And uh, trust me, uh, that was. One of the only time I think that David <laughs> was well whipped. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna say this now because I won the clash, mm -hmm. but they gave it to David Radigan the night. Susie Q and Bugger Brown, right? Mm -hmm. um, I won the clash. Um, all the top people were there, King Jamis, Jack Scorpio, uh, all the, 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 the Cape Breton, everybody, mm -hmm. right? And when it reached a point, everybody started to go because the GT win the clash already. And everybody got out. When everybody gone on the lawn, <laughs> when everybody went gone out the lawn, mm -hmm. Susie Q took the mic and said, David Radigan win the clash. Oh, David of himself mm -hmm. was packing up and going as a GTO one. And he was shocked when mm -hmm. Susie Q said he won. David met me, um, where was it? In, um, before we clashed in New York. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He met me as a GTO one the clash. 
that night. Yeah. Right? But I said, well, that's how it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we went to New York now. Now this guy, um, at uh, uh, Nakasaki, right? Mm-hmm. This guy, my junior, brought me there with, with David. And, you know, he says, yo, David, I'm murder your beer, you know, because <laughs> these people are here. And okay, well, one other thing, you know, um, you give respect, you get respect, mm-hmm. right? Because I watch a lot of clashing, David Radigan and other people and bad selectors who even played Radigan, mm-hmm. but because of disrespect, they end up losing the clash. Mm-hmm. I give Radigan all the respect. Some people even at the, <laughs> the clash down there, um, what, what, what we did in St. Anne's, St. Anne's Bay. People were saying I give him too much respect, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, I, I, I you know, I give as David. David is a big man. He has done a lot. You have to give him the respect. Me and it, and that is what you know we, we are trying to push in the business. Respect within dance mm-hmm. you know. And I was going to tell him about sucking mother and all that. Some some no no no. And he's not going. You know. So they're saying give him too much respect. Anyway, go to New York and this is um. Guys, say you know that ton load of English people planning to come to the dance. That's supposed to support, and New York people love David mm-hmm. because he has got he has been there and he has done a lot of clashes and him kills himself, mm-hmm. you know. So I said, boy, you know, I'm going, and, and the night of the clash, I put my thing together and go and do my thing. David played. I play and you make him big talk. Mm-hmm. I make back some big talk, you know? <laughs> and then him draw a super cat, man. Mm. We keep this super cat now in the box. But the talk, he made a talk, you know what I say? He made draw the whole, the whole the bad man DJ out of you know, the dance hall, out of West Kingston. Is this DJ super cat? Mm-hmm. When Adam Chua had to play, when Donna comes, I said, David, respect, you know the thing, to a level. Mm-hmm. But I live it. Supercat is not the only bad man DJ in the dance hall or come out of the dance hall. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a DJ right now that is known as one of the bad man of dance hall. I'm mm-hmm. a look. When I put on a tune with the artist is a Dread. M16 rhythm. When the M16 rhythm starts to creep in mm-hmm. and, 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 and start to, and the bass started to come in, David started to change colors. Crowd, <laughs> <laughs> you could hear the roar. <laughs> I mean, imagine a white man. <laughs> you could hear the roar. Mm-hmm. Sammy Dread was in in um Texas. Mm-hmm. And Sammy Dread called me the next day and said, GT, the amount of money you make I am making right now from this document. <laughs> <laughs> and from that, and uh, David started, I just started showing tune back there. I tried to give him the color. I played when yeah, I play I'm uh, saying I can't play in a combination. I draw mm-hmm. one of the wickedest combinations for him, you know, in whole head. Right? I draw, I draw a berry salmon and a cocoa tea. Well, <laughs> if you come at the time and you say, boy, I splice, it's splice. <laughs> <laughs> I 
As all right, you take a slice of the flavor, they say, okay, combination, bear some and cup of tea and bounty killer. David started to pack up in box. Yeah. <laughs> but we went to Canada and meet me in Canada. Mm -hmm. You know, I was kind of laid back. <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. But I thought you call us, you win some and you lose some. Of course. You know, and uh, David and me, you know, we had that good rivalry. You know, I respect him a lot. Mm -hmm. He knows the music. You know, he has presented it. And I salute him every time. Mm -hmm. right again. You know, and he respected me too. You know, so he won that one in um, um, Scarborough. Mm -hmm. um, so I won the one in New York. He won that one in Scarborough. And he went to uh, Montreal. And I beat him in Montreal. Okay. So, you know, we have a back and forth thing. We were supposed to take it now, continue to England. Mm -hmm. But somehow he keep turning down. <laughs> <laughs> he keep turning down. So, so David, uh, you know, I'm still waiting. I want to, we want to meet him in, 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 on your ground, you know, on the turn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> on your home ground. So, but due respect, you know, we had a, we had a good time. So, I've done it. Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I, I, I have played in a lot of, uh, a lot of dances and a lot of songs, mm -hmm. uh, you know, made a mark and, um, present Jamaica music at its best because that is what really, you know, helped to carry this great music of reggae. But, For sure. Yeah. There was one thing you brought up too. You said you had started promotions from back then. You had your clubs and all that. But one thing a lot of people would know you for right now is the GT Christmas Extravaganza. How did you come up with that there? That started as a, as a dance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like I, you know, I'm a dance mm -hmm. um, um I met, uh, well, uh, my, my, my now wife, you know, um, I have to lift my heart to her. She has made me, helped to made me what I am today, mm -hmm. support. So I say to my wife, Carla, wherever you are, I love you madly and thanks much. Uh, she's from Black River. She's the one that pulled me into Black River where I'm living, right? Um, after we uh, had the club in Braze River, um, she said something, we could do something in Black River. So, um, I decided to to to, to do a dance. Uh, when we used to, um, when I when I met her, I used to go uh, and visit her. You know, and on Christmas night, I uh, would drive around in town. Black River, there's nothing to do. Black River is quiet. I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing to do. So I said, you know, boy, you know, we need something. We need to be, you know, we need to do something. And said, yeah, you know, on Christmas night, you know, uh, put on something. No. I didn't want to do it at Christmas night because we had White River Reggae Bash going on on Christmas night in Ochi, so we didn't, I didn't want to go. So I did it on a Christmas Eve night mm -hmm. at the wharf in Black River, right? And I started out with summons. How it come back came by the name of um, um, Christmas Extravaganza because when I did it, I had um, uh, about three songs. I had um, Jack Scarpio, Kilimanjaro, and uh, there was another song I think it had, um, Lee's Unlimited. Okay. All right. And a ton of what artists came <laughs> turn up. <laughs> uh, I mean, artists, some, because two, I'm playing them on radio. Mm -hmm. And they know I'm doing a thing, they're doing a dance. Everybody come. And they said, 
Then in the night, they said, DT, this is another Naza, extravaganza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and from that, that's the starting of extravaganza. Um, after that, I, I took it. Now I said, I'm going to keep it as a show. And I took it to Independence Park. Um, mm-hmm. I do it on um, uh, Christmas Eve night. Right? We did it there for quite a while, but it wasn't really working out because on, on, on Christmas Eve night in Black River, in these towns, people walk the streets. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a carnival in the streets. Mm-hmm. Grand Market, them called. Grand Market, yeah. So, had pain to come into our dad ashore because you have sound systems all over the place and you know mm-hmm. we did it there you know for a while um one one year i moved it to um uh, front hill beach well it wasn't they, they didn't do bad down there mm-hmm. and then now um, i took it back to, to independence but then um right after that they stopped doing my boss stopped doing the white river bash mm-hmm. And I said, okay. He says, okay, use the Christmas night, JT. And I switched it to Christmas night. And after it started, um, it, it didn't start to show any, any real, uh, you know, growth until 11 years after that. 11 years in? 11 years. One thing I know with this journey that we're talking about is once you're committed to something, you're committed to something all the way. Yes. I wasn't doing it from home to make money. I was doing it for the love, and you know, to see. I I love to see people enter, um, enjoy themselves, mm-hmm. and that is why I put it down and make it possible that some of these people, this side, that side of Jamaica, mm-hmm. could see some artists, right? And you know, so Tom God, we have um, um, presented some of the top artists mm-hmm. in Jamaica. Uh, I presented them to the people there. Then after that, it started to grow. Mm-hmm. And it happened, uh, continue for 19 long years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about to go into the 20th year when COVID, the lady COVID. Yeah. Well, it just gives you more time to really plan year 20 to when we really, everything starts to really come back around. Yes, a lot of people um, ask me to go virtual with it and all of that, but um, I am not. I'm not the one uh, at, the, at this stage. Um, the virtual market, uh, uh, it's it for Jamaica uh, and, and, and promoters here. We, we, it's not under our control yet. We, mm-hmm. we don't. We, we don't know it that much um, to do it. Um, plus, there's a lot of hacking. Yeah. If you don't get the sponsor, the real sponsor to take to 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 to, to uh, you know, and you have, and you can, I see a lot of virtual things, and if I'm going, extravaganza is at a level. I cannot present it lower than the standard. That's where it's at, mm-hmm. right? So I have to have the presentation, and, and and what it takes to do it, you need certain sponsorship to do it, mm-hmm. right? So that's why I don't um I leave it uh, uh you know and say hey I'm not I'm not I'm not touching the virtual world, right? Uh, because you can spend the money, but you're not going to make the money. Yeah. You have to have the sponsorship, mm-hmm. which is kind of hard for where, where, where uh, Jamaica uh, shows are concerned. Uh, see some, some splash, uh, some fest tried it. Mm-hmm. They didn't try it again after. Right? Because it's hard. Yeah. You know, you have to put in actually more production into a virtual. For sure more than what you do on a, um, if you want to do it, uh, you know, to, to keep the standard up, mm-hmm. right? So, so I, I, I leave it until, 
I'll leave it until when we see where this pandemic is going and we know how the, the protocols mm-hmm. are and how, how safe people will be. I will feel. Yeah. So Makes to, sense. To go to an event. All right. I got, this is what I want to do. I got a couple more questions, but I want this to be the part one because I definitely want to sit down with you a few more times because you're mind your insight what you bring to the table is nothing short of amazing thank you you know i mean no nah, man it's it's i knew when i was sitting down i said yes i want to talk to Kai even after big him up it was michaelus that actually gave me the um connect so yo gt's his people talk so i talked to gt so i said you know what I knew it was going to be a good conversation i knew it was going to even be a great conversation but i didn't know it was going to be this crazy <laughs> oh boy, you know, lots of things are there, my brother, that um, a lot of people that has mm-hmm. done a lot in the business that is really, uh, because uh, um, you don't put yourself, uh, I'm a person, I'm very, I'm a very quiet person, I don't put myself in certain limelight to deal with certain people, so mm-hmm. maybe that's why I, um, my thing is not recognized the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if you are not uh, aligned with certain politicians and certain things, you are not getting to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I, I, I am not I'm bowing to no one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I, I don't. Uh, my what I have done, I, I, I have done it because the Almighty has sent me to do it. And I'm not looking any reward or award for what I, 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 I have done or what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it, you know. And I know that the Almighty will. Give me his um, reward or award because I do a lot of charity thing too, and I don't mm-hmm. charity. Because if you're gonna do something for someone, why advertise it? No, no, you're not. That means you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for yourself to make it, you look good. Yes, you're using it to catapult yourself. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of things after my extravaganza. Is, is, is when we finish with it, I do a lot of things that people don't know, right? Like, you know, I, I, there are homeless people we deal with. There are this cancer society. Lots of things. Mm-hmm. And I just do because what I'm doing, I'm doing it to please me and please mm-hmm. them. And I have to thank him for making it possible to achieve what I wanted to achieve. To do, uh, you know, excellently. I didn't even know I have the talent that I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it manifested when it needed to. I I have done some productions, music productions. I didn't mm-hmm. know that I could do that. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, even when I did the rhythm, I called the laminated rhythm with 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 with, with um, Cartel and Mafado, and I have put I have um, shaggies on it. A lot of artists, you know. And then I came back with our rhythm called the Steady Flow. And, you know, the one-up rhythm, Michaelus is on it. Michaelus is a talented artist. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's a humble brother. And I big him up. He's one of the artists that really appreciate what I do uh, for him. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, he's one of the artists from that time when he was Nigga Mikey. Yes, <laughs> you know. You know, his, his contribution in the business. Mm-hmm. You get it there. There was one name that we brought up a couple of times. Carl Young. How did the company feel at that time when Carl had passed away? Was he still the owner at that time or what had happened at that time there? Carl Young was the owner and is the owner and is the owner. He owns IBFM. Mm-hmm. All right. When he passed away, it was a devastating to everybody. Mm-hmm. So 
because he was like a uh, I mean he was a boss but he was not a boss mm-hmm. all right he he allowed you to do yourself do what you want what you can do and be honest with what you're doing right and just follow his rules you know for the 30 years I'm there I I, I, I was only late one time one time I've been late, and he did not even say anything to me. He said, "GT, you deserve to be late." <laughs> <laughs> and, and when I was, I, I went and I had a car problem because I live, I live all the way in Black River, and mm-hmm. I, I travel. Right, so um, it's, a, it's a three-hour ride. And when I, I was, I had a car problem. I had a way before I called him. I said, "Boss, I'm gonna be late." He said, "Look." If you if you go if you if you can't make it don't work on I said no man people because I radio something that um, uh, especially Jamaican listeners they're personality listeners mm-hmm. if they like you they're gonna be looking out for you mm-hmm. right so they are expecting to hear you at a 10 up 10 10 p.m. in the night they're expecting to hear me can't sleep <laughs> all right so I, I I was late that night and that's the only time I tried to be a professional and he and he respect that. Right, and no matter what you know, one's gonna say, he is he's he's a he's not a pretty boss. I mean, fancy talking or fancy office thing or pretty dressing, you know. Um, he's a town tour. You see him in the yard when you come out, Carl Young look like the, the security guard. Hmm. <laughs> All right, where Carl Young live, him live in a little apartment with about one room, you know, two. So I said to him one day, uh, I said, Carl. I can't call him Carl. Mm-hmm. So, why you not know, build one of my rich house, big houses on the hill of Ochi? Why didn't build a house up there? He said, How much room you can live in two at a time? <laughs> he said, You can only sleep in one room at a time. Mm-hmm. So, that's the type of person he was. And he gave you, you know, he let you do what you can do. Mm-hmm. And he respects you for that. And so, Ira, we did miss Carl. He turned it over to his, I mean, well, his son took over. Mm-hmm. He died. But uh, at the, but he passed at the early age of 22. You know, oh, so really? to, to even, you know, enjoy, you know, or do anything. He didn't do anything. And Irie from Carl Young dead, you know, to know, Irie is an autopilot, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Because all that Irie is, everything that Irie is doing to date, is the same thing that we have been uh, we created from that time. Yeah, you know, so um, it's 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 a force. And Carl Young, I'm telling you, yeah. you know, he 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 saw something. Well, like I said, Bob Clark gave him the idea, and when he see when he saw that it was going to be something, he put everything that he could into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy there. You've been on the radio 30 years. You've been doing so many things throughout your entire career. Was there ever a time where you actually fell out of love with the business? Never. Never. If I, if it comes a, a, a Thursday or Friday night and I'm moving out, going to, because this is something I, I, I wanted to do and I'm doing it for the love. I'm not doing it for the money. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I would do it for nothing. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, uh, IRFM, uh, people think that you get a lot of, of um, big money. Mm-hmm. No. 
but it, 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 it allows you to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, it allows you to, to use your initiative and to make, to make money, right? And Carl Young didn't stop us. Let us do what we want to do. So I built GT promotion through IRFM. Okay. Right? And I run GT promotion um, now, and it's IRFM that I can do GT promotion. So I do it because I love doing it. I love going. I know that I'm talking to the people. I, I, I you know, um, I, um, there's a gentleman uh, here in Black River that come, come to me one day. I said, "GT, my son want to meet you. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you." I said, "Why?" Well, hey. He said, "His son is a doctor, right? But he has something to say to you." Mm-hmm. I said, "What? There's something special." I said, okay, bring him, come, and I made a time. And he's a key, he came and he said to me, GT, he said, he used to go to the University of the Hospital, um, the University of the West Indies, uh, that's where he used to study. And he says, my program helped him to be the doctor he is today. Wow. He says, by listening to me in the night, he was able to study. And he says, if he had, he, could, he asked me what I, he could bring, uh, I, he can send back for me what I want or whatever. You know, he says, and, and, and he's not the only one. Lots of kids that I know, doctors and lawyers, said, GT, mm-hmm. your nighttime program on radio, mm-hmm. help us to study. So that is all I, that's all I would ever want to hear or to get. Mm-hmm. That is my reward and my pay. And I feel good to know that I can do that, that you know. Inspired people, both in 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 in, in, their, in to to uh, you know move through to 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 achieve what they want to achieve by studying, and both to people, I mean copying what I do, mm-hmm. because a lot of people all over the world on radio, you know they, a lot of them follow GT, mm-hmm. the younger the newer ones, and like I did follow, I'll copy someone else for sure. So you know. That's how it is. So I just feel good for what I was able to do and what I'm able to do in this business. Like that. Before I get you out of here, I got one last one for you here. Been in the pandemic and everything, and I've seen something pop up called GT Radio. Talk to me about this here. <laughs> uh, GT Regular Radio. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, the pandemic came on in March last year. And we, they were uh, because of my age and certain things. We're saying they, they're saying that we were supposed to work from home. Mm-hmm. So the engineers, they send the engineer to my home and um, so to set, get say we could put something together, add some equipment. So they start to show me, you know, uh, about the streaming thing and all of that. And uh, you know, I, I said, wow. I think back to myself and say, when I leave IRFM, I'm not going to work for no for another I'm not going to another radio station. For sure. Right? So I'm saying I would like to establish something that I can I'll go to and stay with because I want I want to do radio like that. Right? So that is how I said, okay, I'm gonna look into this. And um, I looked into it and found all the streamers and got my everything together. And I launched GT Regular Radio. Uh, I, it is, it is, it is, it is, I did not even know when I started out. <laughs> you know, you know how you know how the internet thing is. Mm-hmm. Oh, not much listeners, but as the world spread, 
And I didn't know, not know, I didn't know so many people know my name, <laughs> you know, and sure I use the name GT as a GT Reggae Radio. Mm-hmm. It has been become, uh, uh, you know, a, a force out there to reckon with at this time. I do it straight uh, right from my house. It's um, I, I I mainly do stream continuous music, mm-hmm. reggae though, or I, I um, and I do all authentic reggae, mm-hmm. uh, mostly, and um, it's a family radio because you know on the internet you can do anything, but I mm-hmm. want to do something that. Um, a uh, family can be riding on the highway and keep listening to reggae music. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also want to really continue to pre- to preserve Jamaica reggae music. Mm-hmm. Um, by doing this, and, and I, I, I am able to really spread the real reggae, the authentic reggae to the world. Because, uh, of course, you have seen that oh, the Jamaican music has changed, mm-hmm. right? It has changed, and I'm really upset with the younger producers and, and younger artists because they are not um, hugging up or, or grasping, grasp, grasping what they put the Tommy McCall, um, um, Tommy McCook. Toots and the Metals, uh, the, 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 the Bob Marley's, the, the um, Peter Tosh, you know, um, the Stalwarts, what they have, the, the Derek Morgan, the Derek Harriet, the, the, you know, they, these people have built reggae music. Mm-hmm. The world love reggae music. The world want reggae music. And to date, people outside of Jamaica, of different ethnic um, culture, is making more money out of reggae than Jamaicans and the Jamaican producers know because they 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 are they are they are not mm-hmm. they are not promoting or presenting or producing reggae anymore. Or you know I am so upset about this you know because this is another story. <laughs> Trust me. I, I, no, 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 talk. I, I want to hear, especially from somebody like you that's been around for so long and you're a radio presenter, and you still kept your name, the dance hall master. That means you're still into dance hall. So then clearly you know that if there's some type of shift, you will feel it, you'll understand, and you'll know that there's something that doesn't sit too right in your soul, especially you don't want it to sound like 90s. You don't mind if it sounds like 2021, but it still has to have that element that started from way back when. Like I'm saying, nothing wrong with change. We have been changing music. Jamaican music started from Mento. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then we Mento, we went to Ska. Mm-hmm. Then from Ska, we went to Rocksteady. Then from Rocksteady, Reggae. Then Reggae, Dancehall. Mm-hmm. But all of these, all right, maintain a Jamaican touch in them. Okay? The latest, Dancehall. When I say Dancehall, I am dealing with the authentic dancehall, mm-hmm. right? But the latest dancehall would be and the uh, Jamaica dancehall that I am talking. Now, I'm not talking about the no the uh, music they're calling dancehall. I'm thinking about the dancehall that started in the late '80s, mm-hmm. right? And it's and and it went on into nearly two two thousand. Okay, that's the best of Jamaica original dancehall. Music, okay. right? It started in the 80s and it stopped there in the 2000s. After that, 
we Jamaicans start to do crossover music. Mm -hmm. This new beat that we have now is not Jamaican. It's not Jamaican. Why not still put a little Jamaican touch? That's why I have to lift my heart to Shaggy, mm -hmm. Spice. See what they did? They came back with this song. They put a little 90s touch into it. Listen to it closely. Mm -hmm. and whenever you do that, you'll have a hit and you have the Jamaican and the world is the world will hug it up because that is what they want. They want to hear the Jamaican touch. This new beat that they have called the trap, it's not Jamaica. It's an it's American R and B. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm, I, to me, a lot of these young artists, they want to be, to me, it's like they want to be a, a rap artist more than a reggae artist, a Jamaican artist. Right? I, 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 I also made a statement mm -hmm. to the Grammy people. And I'm saying it here now again. Mm -hmm. Right? They have to categorize the reggae category a little more. If you're going to have reggae um, Grammy, it should be a reggae Grammy. Mm. Okay, you cannot have an album coming into the reggae category, and when you listen to the album, you don't hear any reggae music on there, mm -hmm. right? Not you. So if you're gonna have if you're gonna have trap, and I have nothing, I have nothing against new music or new I thing. I have nothing against it. So if Jamaica, if they come up with this new trap and it's, if they say it's Jamaican trap, okay, Grammy, give me a category for Jamaican trap. Mm -hmm. But let reggae category be reggae category. Authentic reggae category, whether the, the, the person is from Australia, Israel, wherever, doing is reggae, make it, let it be a reggae category. Got you. And not a crossover getting a reggae Grammy mm -hmm. album. Right? And that is my, my, my beef there. Mm -hmm. Right? And, 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 and also, the Jamaica producers, no. I'm saying to them, please, put back the musicians in the music. Hmm. They have taken the musicians out of the music, so you hardly, it's not, you don't, you're not getting the music anymore. Mm -hmm. Our stalwart musicians in Jamaica, a lot of them is, 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 is actually dying for hungry. Hmm. The professional musicians, because everybody is making a beat. Beat is what's coming out of Jamaica now. Mm -hmm. Beat. And where it goes, nowhere. It's like pop, it's like cotton candy, the music that's coming out. Cotton candy music. Put it in your mouth, it fade away. Two weeks and it's gone. Yeah. And I am saying that, right? I went uh, on my online radio and my, my um, uh, on IRFM, all my emails out to Europe or anywhere, uh, uh, Australia, these places, Czechoslovakia. GT, why cannot we? What happened to the real reggae music coming out of Jamaica? Mm -hmm. Where is it? Where's where's it? We 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 need it. Mm -hmm. Look at the festivals that's happening in, in, in Europe. You can bring an artist, you can bring up a Robantan and them draw more crowd than any one of these artists today. So crazy out there. Right? I say to them, reggae music, you know. <laughs> Reggae music is yours. Use it. I remember Barry Salmon, you know. You should, I should say this first. <laughs> oh, don't worry, witch. It's good. Barry Salmon was 
You used to sing with Zappal Band. Mm-hmm. He's a lead singer with Zappal Band. We used to be at the, they used to rehearse right at where we used to have our union, uh, the Jamaica, Jamaica Federation of Musicians um, union meeting. And he used, to, he used to be right there, right? And we always, Barry's a wicked soul singer. And he, you know, lead singer for, you know, and it's pure soul songs. And we used to say to Barry, this some reggae, the man go reggae, no? I said, um, remember, Barry, I think it was Sonny Brothers uh, said to him that, look, Barry, your songs, you know that RCA or Sony will take one of your lyrics and give it to Curtis Mayfield or somebody to sing it instead of letting you sing it. Mm-hmm. Because they already spend money in those American artists, so they give them a song, a good song. It's gonna, be, it's gonna sell. But if you sing a reggae song and it makes sense, they're gonna buy it. And, they, and from very start to do reggae, the rest is history. Crazy. So when an artist is gonna say they're gonna try to make it and they want to be a pop star, they can use reggae music or music or all reggae or all nineties dancehall and become a star. Sean Paul stick to it. Mm-hmm. He gave you pure dancehall. It was that's what broke Champagne was a real oh, hardcore dancehall rhythm. Showing you that you can stick to Jamaica nineties dancehall and be and be a hit. You might you 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 can you, you must have to switch it up a bit and put a little new thing. I think nothing is wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But you keep the basic in there, mm. right? So they, I am asking them to put back the musicians in the music. Mm-hmm. So that we can have music again, and, and people can, uh, you know, be uh, we'll be able to, to 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 dance, and they can become stars from Jamaica, mm-hmm. not a, not a one night or two weeks, uh, you know, b- b- a sensation. Mm-hmm. Or you have to you have to create some form of controversy to be in the spotlight mm-hmm. as an artist, because that is what's happening now. Artists have to be to be controversial, or some for the Jamaican artists have to be. Controversial or creating something <laughs> to be uh, in social media because social media is an everyday phenomenon. They have mm-hmm. to do something every day to stay there. Mm-hmm. Get back into the talent. Get back into what give you. Love your culture, right? Deal with your music, right? You have it. God has given it to you. Other others have paved the way. The Leroy Siblis and these people have made it and paved the way. All right. So all you have to do, you have the, you, you know, you, you have the, 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 the platform there. It's just laid out for you. The blueprint is set up. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is just follow. Put in your little thing here and there. Mm-hmm. And the world is asking for reggae music or, or Jamaican music, Jamaican reggae and Jamaican dance our music. Crazy. Said by the dancehall master himself. Might not allow um, be agree with what I say, but that's that's how I see it. And that's what I get from my listeners. And that's why um, GT Reggae Radio is being accepted because I am presenting strictly Jamaican authentic music, whether it is dancehall or reggae. Jamaican it is. And clean positive music, conscious lyrics. Artists, if you are doing anything about killing or certain things or editing the arbitrary, don't say I don't play, even um, I tell people on Irie, I will go on and I don't have to play a, a, 
a top ten tune, a tune that is made as is a hit right now. I don't have to. Yeah. Because there are so much music there to play that people you want it to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, so just do what is to be, what is right. You know, let us let us let us let us keep the black, gold, and green high, and let us keep our music out there. We are passing the back on. And I'm saying to young radio disc jocks, if a Jamaican disc jocks, wherever you are, please play quality music. Please play quality Jamaican reggae music. Whether it is the dancehall or it is reggae, make sure it is quality. Make sure it has a message mm -hmm. to the people said by the master himself you couldn't ask for anything else leave some handles websites wherever they could check you out so they could see what the dancehall master is up to all right um check me out uh, you can go to www.gtregaradio.live that's my website you can go there and um hey just browse and uh you know keep in touch i uh, i am on live i do uh, two live programs uh, one on a Sunday, which is called the Sunday Cruise. It's all retro, take you back in time, the cruise Raytown style and all. And, uh, you know, dig up the memories, a cruise through the 60s, 70s, and into the 80s. Mm -hmm. And um, on Mondays now, I go with new music out of Jamaica, new quality reggae music, and dancehall music too, if it has a message, all right? And also interviews and more. So, um, uh, that's that's it for GD Reggae Radio Plus. 24 hours a day streaming, continuous quality reggae music. You can use it as a good companion if you're doing long drive, you know. <laughs> you know, truckers, you know, um, it's good for them. Or if you have a business place, you can play it as a background music because it's continuous reggae music, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Two live shows though, Sundays and Mondays. www.gtreggaeradio.com live or I'm on a whole lot of radio platforms I'm on tuning I'm on Turner Turner app shake radio I'm on radio box radio garden and a whole lot you like it you uh, uh, say something <laughs> Tell All right. or, or, or hit me up my email address again uh, it's GT radio at gmail.com I'm also on Instagram, GT Enterprises, GT Reggae Radio, GT underscore Reggae Radio underscore Instagram, and on Facebook, GT Taylor, and also GT Reggae Radio Facebook. That's where I'm at. Mr. Taylor, this has been a crazy, epic, mad conversation. And again, it's like, I didn't know it was going to take this direction here because it's like, holy smokes. But again, there's still, I think this is a a great base to where we need to go because there's still a couple more times we need to catch up because there's still so much more in the journey. But this right here has been nothing short of amazing, Big Boss. Boss, well, I'm just, um, uh, you know, sorry, I really didn't, um, uh, you know, jot it down that I could flow for you. <laughs> no, you flowed exactly because you're used to the radio format and it goes from here to there. We're on a podcast, so we could speak it the way how, how you remember it. You understand? 
Yes. Boy, I want to say thanks for the platform. Thanks much. And uh, it was a pleasure, you know, um, chit-chatting with you here and uh, giving you some medical secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, uh, letting you know that I'm not a bright person from uh, any, uh, with any, a lot of um, papers behind my name. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's a humble little person. And I'm still going to stay humble, as humble as I can going forward. And I want to say thanks to the Almighty God for giving me life and also i want to say to everyone out there in these times remember the almighty god is real remember he'll do anything that you ask for he'll do it and remember the greatest gift the greatest gift he can give to you is life respect it love it and respect your brother and your sister i always say we are living in the world the world is one big house we're just living in different rooms I'm asking you now, just step out of your room, look down the corridor, wave to your brother and sister. Mm. And make this work. Enough love. Couldn't ask for a better outro. Let me give you an outro and get you out of here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.